0: Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are we doing this afternoon? All right, all right, all right. Welcome to our second service. Celebrate yourself this afternoon. It's already afternoon. Celebrate yourself for coming to church. Celebrate your neighbors. Okay. Y'all don't like your neighbors. Okay, celebrate yourself. Oh wow, so you like yourself more than your neighbors, amen, alright, alright, um, welcome to the Gap Church, my name is Lola Day where we are, this is the Gap, I'm one of the leaders here and this is the Gap where we're filling the Gap through freedom and the truth, thank you so much for joining us, this is our second service, we already had a service at 9.30 and so this is our second service, so thank you for joining us today to come and learn, come and hear the word of the Lord, so thank you for being here. We are still in our gifted series. If you know, this series has blessed you. Let me see your hands. Okay. Because I want to be sure that it's not just me. Because this series has blessed me in so, so many ways. I'm so excited for what God is doing in the church and in this season. Um, and so today, I'm going to also be talking about one of the gifts of the Spirit. So we have done, let's see who remembers. What have we done so far? What are the gifts that we've spoken about so far? Tongues, faith, knowledge, wisdom, prophecy. That's it. Knowledge, whom said knowledge. Is that it? Is that it? If we don't even know if it is it or not. <laughs> Yeah, that's, we've kind of covered well, I guess most of that. Even of all of that, we talked about faith, the word of knowledge, wisdom, and prophecy. We talked about diverse tongues and interpretation of tongues. And so today, I'm going to be talking about discerning of spirit, and my topic is discerning of spirit. Um, and we're going to be talking about which is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to open our Bibles to First Corinthians 12, verse 10. First Corinthians 12 verse 10. I think I'm gonna read in the NLT version. And it says it gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. It gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or is from another spirit. I'm gonna stop there because that's basically what we are talking about today. Whether a message is from the spirit of God or if it's from another spirit. And so I'm going to go through a definition real quick of what is discerning of spirit. What exactly is discerning of spirit? And discerning of spirit is the ability to perceive spiritual impulses. To know the original source and motivation behind a manifestation. It is, please I want us to take notes because I'm going to be teaching. This is basically... I'm gonna do a couple of teachings. I want us to pay attention, let your minds be here, gather your thoughts. I know you to try to go away when your mind is going poorly back. And just make sure we're here as we learn at the feet of Jesus. It is the ability to perceive spiritual impulses to know to know the original source and motivation behind a manifestation. Let me ask so that I know that I'm in the right place. Who believes the spiritual realm exists? So not everybody. Okay, so some people don't believe the spiritual realm exists. How? Ah, wow, okay. But most of us, right, so hopefully by the end of this service, they will believe the spiritual realm exists. Who believes the spiritual realm controls the physical realm? Okay, so I still have a good majority. All right. So for those who don't believe, let me let you know that there is a spiritual realm and it does exist. And the spiritual realm controls the physical realm. The spiritual realm is where the spirit, yeah, the spirit of God is here, but the spiritual realm is where the spirits reside. All kinds of spirits. Different types of spirit. Um, It's impossible for spirits to be in the physical world without being inside a person. That's why they said the Holy Spirit is inside of us. It's the old principle. If you're going to be in the physical, you have to have a physical body. That's how people get possessed by demons. The monsters don't roll around, they always find a house to stay in, because they are not allowed on here without having a physical body. But the spiritual realm is where all the spirit things happen, it's where it's literally, they control the physical realm, whether you want to accept it or not. Before what happened to Job happened to Job, there was a whole conversation in the spiritual realm about his life, and he was chilling in his house with his kids, not knowing that his life is about to be turned around. So anyways, I said that to say that there are four kinds of spirit that is always in operation. There are four kinds of spirit that is always in operation. The spirit of God, the spirit of man, the spirit of angels, and an evil spirit. There's always four kinds of spirit in operation. You know you have a spirit, right? That live in a body and have a soul. Okay. So the spirit of God, the spirit of man, the spirit of angels and an evil spirit. So the discerning of spirit is an ability that the Holy Spirit gives to man for you to know the spirit in operation in an event or in manifestation. And so for example, someone is manifesting or speaking or even just having a conversation. This ability gives you or this gives gives you the ability to know what spirit is at work in that person at that moment. And it gives you the ability to actually see in the spirit. I know it might come off a little spooky, but I won't break it down as much as possible. But it gives you the ability to actually see into the spiritual realm. So you are not lost on what is happening. Conversations about your life is happening in the spirit and you're just walking around and people are deciding your future for you. Job was just moving around and his life was being turned around because he was very, very unaware of what was happening in the spirit. And so it is, look at, we all see Jacob, the Bible says Jacob woke up and he said our God was here and I did not know. Some of us are just roaming around and we're missing out on opportunities because we don't have the gift of the discerning of spirit. We're going to places we should not go, we're listening to sermons we should not listen to, we're submitting ourselves under apostles and prophets and submitting ourselves to words spoken over our life by people and we don't know the kind of spirit that is at work in their lives. You don't know if people are, they are telling you that this is how your life is going to be and you don't know that there's a demon spirit that is controlling them to tell you. And this is why this gift is very important. And so what are the ways this gift can manifest itself? Let's talk about that. What are some ways that this gift can manifest itself? They are Like the physical self, for you to be able to, I guess, understand or be able to, I guess, discern a thing, you need your five senses. So when you're able to see something, you kind of know this is a boy or this is a girl, as it really should be, but that's another conversation. You are able to know what kind of food is in front of you. You're able to know what kind of car is in front of you because you have sight. If something touches you, sometimes you know what is touching you. So if a hand touches you, you kind of sense that that's a hand or that's a leg or whatever. You have your five senses. You have your sight. You have your touch. If you taste something, you know if it's bad or good. So you're able to discern what you're tasting. So the same way you have your five senses in the physical, you have your five senses in the spirit. All five senses actually also walk in the spirit. And this is, these are the ways in which this gift can manifest itself. And I'm going to go through them real quick. Sight. This is one of the most popular way of manifestation, which I believe most of us, if not all of us, have encountered once or twice in our life, where you close your eyes and you see something, and you just say, I saw something. And then you quickly open your eye, like, I don't see it. I don't want to see anymore. So some of us, you might just have a quick flash, a quick vision, a quick picture, something just, and it's just like, that's one way this gift manifests itself. It comes sometimes as a vision, and you just see something. Now, the problem with, with a lot of us, even in the body of Christ now, is because we do not understand what is happening, we spend time shunning that picture off. So, for example, you get a picture and you're just like, oh no, and you open your eye, and the Holy Spirit is saying, no, 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 don't push it away. I'm trying to show you something. And then, but then we, we don't have that power, that, that um, gift of discerning to know that the Holy Spirit is trying to talk to you about something. And so we push the one, then there's not the ability to grow in the gift because it's possible for you to grow in this gift. When it comes, it comes as seed, but then when you let the Holy Spirit start to steward it inside of you, there's a possibility to grow in that gift. And so one of the ways that this gift, you know, manifests itself is sight, the Bible talks about how Elisha was having a conversation with his servant, and there was some army, some people were, the Arabian army, they were coming to d- destroy him, or coming to attack. And the Bible says the servants were so were scared that, sir, can't you see that a lot of people are coming to attack us? A lot of people are coming after our lives. And the Bible says that he, he literally told God open his eyes that he might see the Bible said the moment the servant opened his eye he saw chariots of angels and armies out there to fight that is one way this gift can manifest itself through your sight you are able to see something in the spirit another way is the sound I don't know, for a lot of, many of us maybe have not even, you know, gone through this or seen this manifest itself in any way. But there is a way in which you can hear things in the spirit. For some of us, we we hear it, but we don't even know what we're hearing, so we just push it aside. There's a story where the Lord, David, asked the Lord if we should go into battle. And the Lord told him that you will hear a sound of thousands of armies. And when you hear it, you know it is time to go. And this army was actually marching on a tree. So that was armies of angels because it's impossible for a human being to stand on a tree. And he says, when you hear the sound of the armies, then you know it is time to go. That is a way in which you, you hear clearly in the spirit. You see conversations happening in the spirit, for sometimes we see it, but we don't know what they are talking about. And so it's possible for you to be able to hear in the spirit. That's another way in which the sounding of spirit can manifest itself. Another one is touch. A lot of us feel this when we worship. You would feel like somebody hugged you. you feel a warmth, like somebody touched you. The Bible talks about Jacob. When Jacob had to wrestle with the angels, he wrestled with a spirit being. That is touch. And so sometimes it manifests itself through touch. You just feel a touch. Some of, us, some of us say, I feel someone just, it was like someone hugged me right now, but you don't know what it is. That is another way. Another way is taste. Bible says taste and see that the Lord is good. There's sometimes when something just does not taste right. It's not like it tastes like food taste, but it just does not go down well with you. We just know that this person is saying something, but it doesn't just go down well with me. I don't know if I have a witness. It doesn't just go down. You, you, can't, you can't swallow it. That's, that's, it's a way that this gifts can manifest itself. And the last one is smell. This one is very rare, but I've heard people say it before, that there's sometimes when they feel a presence of, you know, a particular spirit and they start to smell a particular thing. Not everybody will smell the same thing at the same time. Some people will not even smell what you are smelling. But someone just say, I smell. I know someone who said that every time she feels like Jesus was in the room, she starts to smell flowers. You know, and so she's like, something is happening. I know for some people, they say when there's a demon at work in a place, they start to smell like a rotting egg or something bad. And are just like, yeah, okay. But then one thing I want us to understand is that for you to perfectly be able to discern spirit, multiple senses have to work together. Because it's possible for you to see in the spirit, but because you can't hear what they are saying, or because you don't, you are not, you've not had the smell to be able to tie it together, you are unable to actually perceive and understand it. Because the sentence says that I, I see the spirit and I understand its mission. So it's not just I can see, because I know a lot of us say I have visions in the Spirit. I see things in the Spirit. Oh my God, I just saw that thing. But you don't even know what it means. But the sending of Spirit is telling me that I can see and I can understand. And so I'm not mistaken. And I know that, okay, this person talking to me, is not just talking to me by their own, but there's a demon spirit that is convincing them to speak to me. Or there's even the Spirit of God that is speaking through this person. And so at that moment, I'm not just taking the person as a random friend that I would always talk to. I know growing up, my parents would always say this be careful what you see, an angel might be passing. Anyone's parent, anyone's parent ever told them that? My parents always told me that be careful, don't say anything, but an angel might be passing. If you have the gift of discerning, you actually know when the angel is passing, so you can say it. Say the things you want to say God, I need money. Okay, just passed. Amen. But then I understand, so because I, you see people say, I saw a figure." that's all. You don't know what the figure does. You don't know what the figure is. You don't know if it's. The Bible says that the devil comes like an angel of light. So you don't even know what the figure is. So you don't just need sight. Sometimes you need to sight and smell. Sometimes you need sight and taste. Sometimes you need touch because something else can touch you. And you say, God touched me. So you need sight and touch too. So you can see if somebody is trying to do hand like this, you can go, Holy Ghost. Don't touch me. And so the senses have to work together for you to be able to perceive and discern correctly. Now let's go into some misconceptions. I know we love our misconceptions. Don't we love our misconceptions? My first misconception misconception—my first misconception is, is one thing that I know. That, let me shake a little table a little bit. Because I know a lot of us think it's the same thing. But discerning of spirit is the same as the spirit of discernment. No, it is not. The discerning of spirits and the spirit of discernment is too different. You don't know sometimes how to say it, you just have a feeling, I have this thing in me, some of us call it intuition, some of, some of us say us in word witness. You just have this thing, oh, I'm, you're talking to someone and you're just like, I have a feeling that this person is going to break my heart. Uh, some of us have it, we just push it aside, let's be honest, breakfast, they're already cooking it at the beginning of your relationship. Well, then we push it aside. But you see, we see the difference between the spirit of the sermon and the sermon of spirit is that the of spirit, you can see the spirit at work. So you know the spirit at work. You know that this is spirit behind this activity that is happening right here. I can see the spirit and I know the spirit. I'm not just guessing that I think the way this person is rolling. Around this way is giving this no. Somebody can come to you and they say they are sick. And your spirit of discernment will tell you, in just inside of me, I just feel like I should pray for this person. But descending no spirit will show you the actual demon at work on that sickness. That's the difference. And also, spirit of discernment can you can grow it by the word of God. If you go to Hebrews 5 verse 14, the Bible said that after you've gone from taking milk to get, take, taking bone, you're able to exercise your knowledge to be able to discern from what is good and what is evil. And that's what um, Solomon did in Kings when he was brought with two women. And these two women said that they had the son, one baby is my own, one baby is not their own. And the Bible, asked him that, the Bible said he asked for a sword. That actually means he asked for the word of God. Because the word of God is the sword. The sword was not for the baby, the sword was for their heart. Because the moment he raised that sword to kill the child, the, right, the person with the wrong heart spoke. That's, you, discerning of spirit um, Spirit of discernment, you can use the word of God to be able to discern good or bad. But the, spirit, the, the discernment um, of spirit is very different because I can walk into a room, new Christian just received the gift of the Holy Spirit, He trying to navigate it, walk into a place and see something. Probably not even have a vast knowledge of the word of God yet. And just see something and say, okay, I don't understand what that is, but I don't think I want to stay here. That's why, as I said, it's very different. You actually see into the spirit and you know for sure. The next misconception, I'm going to say that descending of spirit is knowing how someone will act in the future. No, it's not. The of spirit is not the spirit of prophecy. It's not, I know that if I join this job, my boss will do anyhow in the future. No. You don't see the future. You cannot see the future with discerning of spirit. You just know for that situation, the spirit that is at work in that situation. So discerning of spirit also is not word of knowledge. Because in word of knowledge, like Daryl defined it, you know the past. You know physical events. Most of the time when it comes to word of knowledge. That's why someone can say, this morning I saw you crying. Were you crying in the spirit? You were crying in the physical. But the selling of spirit is I can see in the spirit. So I understand the spirit at work in this situation. And it is very possible. It is not for the apostles and for the prophet. It's for everyone in the body of Christ. Because we will come across false prophets. All of us are joining different prayer calls and prayer groups. We are going to gatherings of different kinds. So we all need it so that we don't submit ourselves to the wrong spirit. We don't get the wrong spirit to lay hands on us and release what they're not supposed to release. The third one I'm going to say, the sending of spirit is about the sending of evil spirit. A lot of us only tie the sending of spirit to knowing the evil spirit at work in a situation. No, no, no. The sending of spirit. The sending of spirit. The sending of the spirit of God. The sending of the spirit of man. The of the spirit of angels, the sending of the evil spirit. And so you can and this is one thing that I feel like the body of Christ lacks a lot, especially when we get to a moment where we are charged up in the atmosphere. We have prayed. We have worshipped. We know the presence of God is here. But we don't know what exactly is in the room. And so we get to a point where it's like, I know the presence of God is here, but I don't even know what prayer to pray. So let's just keep worshipping. And at that time, the Lord might be releasing the anointing for healing. But then we have a, people who don't know what is in the room. And so you are praying deliverance prayer. The Bible talked about Elijah, Elijah. sorry, He was looking for God and he said that he went to the storm, the wind. He did not find him there. He said he heard thunder. He did not find him there. He was looking for God until the still small voice. He wasn't looking for God. He wasn't looking for an evil spirit. And so it's important, even as the body of Christ, to be able to discern the exact anointing in a room. Your your eyes are able to be open to see. Earlier in today's service, we had the angel of the Lord's presence visit us in this room. It was specific. What he wanted was specific. What he asked for was specific. And what he came to do here was specific. Because we can easily just gather into a room like this and have the presence of God here, and we don't know what He came for, and then we start to pray for something wrong. So the sign of spirit lets you know specifically the presence of God. If you know, like some of us who say, that "I know there are angels around me," some people can actually see the angels walking with them. But at the time, I had to do a study on angels. And I was learning a lot about angels. And the Lord was teaching me. And I was listening to different people. And they would tell you how there, there's some angels that would move around. And there's a particular kind of gun they carry. You know that you know which one is Michael going to fight. And you know which one is Gabriel going to pass, say, share good news. So you can imagine if Gabriel is here with news. And I start to ask for battle, Go and fight. Destroy. And it's just like, I just came to drop a message. The sending of spirit. The next one, the fourth one, the um, sign of some this is good, the last misconception. The surning of spirit also comes with instruction on how to address such spirit. It does not. It doesn't come with an instruction. I'll give you an example. The Bible talks about in Acts. We all use this story whenever we think of the sending of spirit because we see the story of this person and Paul who then we had this demon spirit lady that was possessed shouting and saying this person, this man is a man of God. They have come to deliver us. She was saying the right thing but the Bible says that she was being willed by the wrong spirit and he said after many days out of annoyance and anger Paul turned back at her and casted out the demon from her. If you continue the story this landed Paul into prison. Sometimes when the Lord opens your eyes to see some things you have to make sure that if you're going to say I want to deliver this demon you're doing it from a place of love I'm trying to rescue this person not this person is making noise we like to be going for all this then it's not a particular church but we are all coming to pray together from different churches, we're all coming through my worship together. We all go there. Let's not even deceive ourselves. I know you all. Amen. And so it was almost like a gathering like that where we had people from different places and we were all coming to pray. And so from one, out of, like one of the churches that had one of their members there, the main pastor came there as well to see what they were doing. And obviously out of honor, they told her to lead opening prayer in, the, in this prayer event. And so everybody gathered, bowed down their heads and decided to pray. And this young man did the same. And the moment he closed his eyes, he saw a, he didn't see a demon, he saw a werewolf. A werewolf with fangs, like crazy. He opened his eye immediately and said, ah. He saw everybody their eyes were closed. So nobody, and everybody was still praying so he said, okay, maybe in my mind he did it again, the, by the third time the demon was coming closer to him and so he opened his eyes and said I'm not closing my eyes throughout the service he didn't shout, he didn't say I'm seeing something he was just there and then at that second, because he saw the demon behind the woman that was talking and at that second the woman opened her eyes and said I have a leading in my spirit to pray for those who cannot speak in tongues I want to lay hands and the guy was the only one in that room that cannot speak in tongues because she knew that he had seen her And she wanted to lay hands on him. And literally, the the moment he came forward to her, everything she started praying was saying, I reject it. I reject it. And then he said, Holy Spirit, how do I wield this? Because it's only me that is seeing what is going on. This woman has a Jezebel spirit at work in her. And the Holy Spirit gave him one psalm to read, it was a praise psalm. And then the moment he opened his Bible and he read that praise psalm, she started manifesting. He did not shout, I cast out the demon in Jesus' name. Because that's one of us, our first thought is, I cast out the demon. Destroy and die. He asked the Holy Spirit, what do I do in this season? And he gave him one psalm. Because that was apparently the psalm that was read before Jezebel died. But he would not have known that because he wasn't there. He wasn't part of the Jehu people that went to kill Jezebel. And the moment she started manifesting, everybody saw her. Now everybody's seen what he's saying. Because he obeyed an instruction said a lot of people would sleep and have a dream. And in your dream, the person that you should interview with the following day, you see them pursuing you. And then you say, you're not going for the interview. Because you cannot discern that the the devil is trying to take you away from an opportunity. You see a friend that always intercedes for you in your dream. And this friend, you see the friend cursing you out. But the opposite is happening in the physical, where their heart is actually praying for you. But because you lack this gift, you lose a worthy friendship discerning of spirit. And my last example I'm going to give us the story of Jesus. And I love this because many times we, one person can, can be caused to operate It's caused to be operated on by two different spirits. I will explain. The story talks about how Jesus is having a conversation with Peter. And Jesus asks Peter, who do men say I am? This is in Matthew. He says, who do men say I am? And Peter said that you are the son of God. And Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. He said, but my father in heaven. And so at that moment, Jesus knew that the spirit of God is at work in this guy's life. And then three verses later, the same Peter, Jesus was talking about that I'm going to die on the cross very soon. And then the Bible says, Peter saying, you will not die. Whoever is going to kill you, I will kill them back. Saying different things. And the Bible says, Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. The same person. Sometimes people make do some actions. Sometimes you're having a conversation with someone. The same friend five minutes ago that was praying for you and saying you can do it. Five minutes after they are telling you, I don't think you should do that. And you're like, okay, maybe I really shouldn't do it, but you don't understand at that moment. There's been a switch of operation, the selling of spirit. You don't just go anywhere. You don't just let different people lay hands on you. You don't just let people pray for you. You have to ask that the Holy Spirit open my eyes. For some of us who have already been seeing vision and seeing the little things, you you don't shut it down. Don't just say no. I don't want to see. The moment you see it, Holy Spirit, make it clearer. Because sometimes you will see men as trees. And until you pray a little bit more, does it get clear? And so you don't shut it down. There's so many people that have access. That's why access at the beginning will believe in the spiritual realm. There are so many people that have access into the spirit realm. Jesus said it in John 10 specifically. He said that, that there are people that would enter through the window. There are people that would enter through the roof. But he said, "I am the door." So all the tarot card readers and all the, the other or whatever, they have access to the spirit, but they didn't come in through the right door. Because Jesus said, "I'm the only door. Any other person is a thief or a robber, because they came into the window." That does not mean they are, they are inside the house too, but they didn't come into the right way. And so the sign of spirit lets you know if they are coming in through the right way or if they came in through the roof. And then you're able to know, where do I go? Who do I listen to? It says it gives you the ability to distinguish. I love, it's in First Corinthians 12 verse 10 in the um, Good News translation. It tells you who is speaking at every moment. It might not be the person. It was, Peter wasn't the problem. It was the spirit at work controlling him at that moment. So the person is not always the problem. Don't think your friend is the problem. There might be a spirit at work at that moment. And so I want us to bow our heads real quick. This gift is very important. Because we don't want to lose out on the presence of God and the, what the anointing that is in the room. We don't, want to lose, we don't want to find ourselves in wrong prayer meetings, being laid hands by the wrong people. Because we are looking for prophetic words. And then people are speaking things into your life. So I want us to pray. Father, I receive the gift of the son in of spirit open my eyes in the spirit open my senses in the spirit i want to be able to hear i want to be able to understand i don't want to just submit myself to the wrong people to the wrong spirit i don't want to, to submit myself to the wrong people that would give me wrong that will have wrong access i don't want my life my life destroyed because i'm looking for something that is not missing Give me the discerning of spirit. Let my eyes be open in the spirit. Let my ears be open in the spirit. Father, let my senses be at a lot in the spirit. Father, t- today I understand that I need this gift and I need your help to will it that even when I I am praying, the Bible says watch and pray, I'm able to watch very well, I'm able to watch and see in the spirit and scan in the spirit and know what I need to even pray about, specifically what I need to pray about the situation that I'm not just shooting around and hoping that it will reach the right person I am intentional, I am specific I can pray intentional prayer, I know what I need per season, I know what is operating per time, I know where I should go, I know that when I get to the office and someone is saying something I can go into the bathroom real quick and cast that spirit out of that person and I know things will change I know Holy Ghost that that even when it's their human spirit at work, I know that I can be able to pray because I can see specifically what is happening I know that if my promotion is being held by a person I know if it's being held by a person or held by a spirit and I'm able to pray and will it the right way in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Still, our heads down. I'm going to give us a few moments if you're here and you want to give your life to Christ. And I'm very specific, I'm very intentional because we've been talking about the gift of the Spirit. This is a gift that the Holy Spirit gives to those who have a relationship with Jesus. I said it at the beginning. I said that, that this, the gift of the Spirit helps you act like Jesus. Speak like Jesus and do like Jesus. So if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you can't act like Jesus. You cannot receive this gift. It's impossible for you to know what to do part-time. It's impossible for the Lord to open your eyes to see. You will be getting wrong prophecies and wrong things will be being said over your life. But it stems from a place of relationship. The Holy Spirit only gives to those that that He knows. It does not. You don't give gifts to the people that you don't know. You give gifts to the people that you know. And so I'm going to give us a few moments. And we're all going to first say this prayer together. And if you're here and you're intentional and say, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to renew my relationship. or you've had a relationship with him. And then over time by time, you have derailed that. Over time by time. It's been a long time you had a conversation with your father. It's been a long time that you spoke to him. I'm giving us an opportunity to rekindle that relationship today. And so we are all going to say this prayer together. We're all going to say this prayer together, and then whoever it is, I want you to say it and mean it with all of your heart. And so you're going to say, Lord Jesus, everyone, let's say it together. And if you're here and you you are saying the prayer, I want you to mean it in the depth of your heart. But let's all say together to support them. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Help me to know you better. As I accept you today, take over my heart and dwell in me. Forgive me of my old ways and help me to change into the person you want me to be. I love you, Lord, and I proclaim that you are my God in Jesus' name. And so if you said the prayer and you meant it still, all heads down, all eyes closed, please raise your hands wherever you are. If you're saying that you want to renew your relationship with Jesus, you want to renew your relationship with Jesus, you have searched for man for a little, for too long. You've depended on man for too long. You have searched for, for the words of men for too long. You've searched for prophecy in the wrong place. You've searched for, the, you know, for, for comfort in the wrong place. And you're trying to say, I want to get this thing back if you're here, give us a few more seconds raise your hands wherever you are this is an opportunity for you today this is one of the best decisions that you would ever make in your life all right father we thank you in this moment that we are saved lord even as a church we ask that you give unto us each and every one of us this gift the gift to discern between spirit To know what is at work per time so that we might not find ourselves under the wrong place, under the wrong anointing. That we might be able to see in the spirit and even know what to pray per time. Know what is at work even in whatever situation that we are going through. Be able to stop even things from happening before they happen. And even when they are happening, we know how to will it right. And we know how to pray right. We are able to help even our friends and our family to see that this is what is happening. That is what is happening our eyes are open in the spirit our senses are alert. we're able to know when there's an angel in the room when the presence of God is in the room and we're able to know what exactly what, what anointing is in the room and be able to will it right and so Father we pray that we receive this gift in the name of Jesus Lord we thank you, we give you all the praise for in Jesus most precious name we have prayed Amen, amen. Thank you for tuning into the Gaptured Podcast we hope this message blessed you If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations, we celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAFE to 817-381-5353. Again, text SAFE to 817-381-5353. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.